Hi guys, so we are on air with Radio Gaga 3.0. I am Zaina Mukhtiar along with... And I am Krishnavani and guys, uh, in order to introduce our guest with us, she is here for the second time with Radio Gaga but we guarantee you this is a very different version of it. Like you all are seeing a very different version of Radio Gaga. And it's none other than Neeti Shah. Hi Neeti, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Thank you for having me here. I'm really, really excited. Really glad as well, Neeti. How is, how is uh, things all, after college? All good. After college, it's, I mean, because I just graduated, like, I'd say, what, three months back. It's, um, it's different, but I think I'm still getting used to it. I miss college a lot. So what, what do you plan on doing now? Like, what are your future plans? So currently, of course, I am creating content. I am doing that full time. Um, and along with that, I'm also sort of working um, in social media. You know, I'm a social media specialist. So I work with a lot of startup brands, a lot of influencers, and I help them with social media management. I help them with strategizing, graphic designing, video editing, etc., etc. And yeah, pretty much that. And Meethi, the, the basically the segment that you're into is basically an informative thing where you motivate people, you inspire and basically it's a content driven Correct, correct. So, and it's not really a thing where you know, a trend comes in and you're just putting anything and you're getting hits and everything. So, do you think it's more difficult to get higher reach in a segment like this or you have your ways? So, I think I would say content creation, in fact, I, I read this quote just yesterday which said that content creation is one of the hardest jobs that people think is very yeah, easy. True. Exactly. You know? So I think whether you're creating content, whether you're doing infotainment, like what I'm doing, whether you're doing entertainment, like, you know, whether it's dancing, makeup, transition based, whatever, you know, these reels and stuff, they're all difficult to do. Although yeah. I do agree to some extent that, um, you know, while, uh, you know, like, I think the entertainment category, which is probably comedy and fashion, especially, they've been here for very long, you know, like, uh, fashion bloggers have been here for very long, fashion creators have been here for, you know, quite some time, but I think infotainment is something that is still on the rise, like, I feel like, um, while it's doing very well right now, it still hasn't reached its potential, like, I feel like fashion, comedy, all of these, all of these niches, again, See, everything requires the same amount of effort, but I do believe that because they've been here for longer, they are sort of somewhere at an advantage, but infotainment again is on the rise. So, Mithi, when uh, you came with us for the first time, you were still growing, and now you've got around 95k followers. So, yeah. how do you feel about it? Like, what, what did you do that, you know, made you so, like, you know, in this thing? Um, I don't think there's anything specific it's obviously a combination of a lot of things right uh, but um, I think so when I came to Radio Gaga like my first uh, interview with them uh, I was at around I think 19k 20k yeah, followers you know around 20k followers and that time my perspective was very different again see this was in 2021 um, I think 2021 Feb or Jan and now it's almost a year and a half later that I'm coming here right so I think as a person, I was very different. My perspective was very different. Um, my audience again was very different. I think now, because obviously it's grown more than double, uh, there are a lot of other people as well who have joined in. And you know, um, I feel like my niche has sort of spread out. But when you talk about, I think how I made the jump from 20 to 95K, obviously it did not happen overnight. Uh, there were a lot of, there was a lot of work involved, a lot of like consistency, a lot of late nights, time management and stuff. But mainly, I would say it's all the game of consistency. Just being consistent and also constantly reinventing yourself. You can't 
be stuck at the same position and expect like you can't keep doing the same thing and expect your audience to you know like um enjoy it they will enjoy what you do obviously but you have to keep reinventing your ways reinventing your style reinventing your content especially on an industry like instagram that part yeah. exactly because it's constantly changing right there are so many new people who are constantly coming in yeah and do you think this is a very honest question coming from someone you know uh, someone who's not really creating and sees people with like a million followers or something of that sort someone who's in that industry getting so close to 100k and congratulations for that Thank but uh, <laughs> how does it feel to the numbers still matter is my question it does to some extent i'll tell you why because um you can have any number of followers theek hai but if that doesn't get you conversions so what when i say conversions what i mean is that let's say you're doing a workshop or let's say you're promoting a product or anything of that sort you you know like you can have like even a million followers but maybe 5% of them actually engage with you and would actually sort of uh, you know like use a product that you recommend or would actually want to you know interact with you and stuff like that right the rest are probably just there because they're there yeah. so i think numbers matter maybe a little bit in the early stage so yeah. it's it's like a it's like a two sided weapon you know it it has its advantages obviously if you have a bigger following it's much easier right but that bigger following doesn't equal to having an engaging community so i think more than followers followers matter don't get me wrong numbers do matter to even um, you know when you when you meet a friend even when you're on you know like working on your own virus everyone have a number milestone ki yaar i want to reach this number we all have it as a content creator i have it and i'm sure a lot of people also have it and that is totally normal but then again it matters to a certain extent of the fact that your community you have to focus on building a community not just increasing followers because when you focus on building a community your followers automatically will increase exactly because if if there's people constantly engaging with your content numbers are going to follow exactly exactly so mithi now this is a very different question what do you like you know what do your parents think about you know all of this like are they happy with it yeah. or like what do they feel no no they are very happy in fact i just recorded another podcast and i was asked a similar question um you know especially because i think i've just graduated so yeah. still in india i think a lot of parents um sometimes do feel like content creation is not you know like yeah. it's not a full time career option and stuff like that but then i feel like theek hai i mean our parents also come from that sort of mindset or that generation wherein they feel like that but that's not the case with mine and my parents are very supportive i think one credit um for this also goes to the fact that before i started doing it like almost all the time um i was sort of building it as a side hustle right Correct. so they knew that theek hai it is um interesting it is like something that is giving me um you know i'd say like probably it's a generating an income for me it's you know i'm actually impacting people i'm actually spending my time constructively so they knew that you know from day one so that mattered and yes yes they're very supportive i think my dad um shoots all my like not all but so many of my videos even when we're traveling and stuff cuz you know you want to take different clips and stuff like that my mom's always helping me with okay what to wear what to not wear and <laughs> stuff like that so yeah and also i think their involvement is more than what's seen on camera like on camera clothes are seen on camera shooting is seen but there's so much yeah, like my mom yeah like my mom helps me track my finances helps me send my invoices my dad helps me with you know like strategizing ke theek hai you know like think of this or do this ye kar lo wo kar lo so yeah definitely they're very supportive even my brother yeah <laughs> that's amazing that you have that but you know this is this is a very volatile industry 
like maybe you know there's nothing that you can plan so i'm not going to ask if you ever second judge yourself because we're only human everyone does that i want to know how you dealt with it because you know there's no particular formula to this that tomorrow okay i will have 35k it might go down in my go so in such a scenario how did you deal with it so i think uh, that's a very good question i think because what happens is with content creation uh, everyone feels like um it should like you know it should just be a a high sort of i don't know why but that's not the case i mean it's like any other profession it's like any other sort of job you know and there will be days when you will question your content you'll be like yaar am i even doing the right thing is this even worth doing what is wrong with me and stuff like that you know but um i think the only way you can deal with it on those days is first of all you really need to like break out of that entire process when you feel that way sure. right like just if you feel like you know what maybe it's maybe i don't want to do this or you're questioning yourself just break out from it don't do it you know don't do it for like a day two days three days probably like take take that break that you need so i think that is first of all very important secondly i think i've realized that over time um you know you sort of um you understand what parts you enjoy and what parts you don't enjoy of let's see every profession has like so many factors right yeah, whether absolutely. it's marketing whether you're doing a desk job corporate job uh, or you know you're building your startup whatever yeah there are some things of your profession you're going to love and there are some things you're going to be like yeah whatever i'm okay about it you know correct So whenever I was having these days when I'm questioning my content, I just used to do things that I I knew within content creation made me happy okay. because that was like giving myself uh, sorry that was gi- subconsciously giving me that self assurance. So you build that procedure for yourself. Yes, you yes, and then automatically, yeah, you know, you do things that you're comfortable doing. You know, uh, sometimes you know, like even if that means taking a break, even if that means just you know doing one thing. Like I remember this one time when I was having this phase. Um, for me, I love editing videos. You know, like it's I know a lot of people don't know this about me, but I love editing because I feel like I'm so comfortable when I'm doing it. I love the entire process of looking for fonts, like colors and stuff like that. You know, even yeah, if it's very clear. Yeah, even if it's basic in short editing, I don't use any. Uh, I don't use Premiere Pro. It's basic in short editing, but I enjoy it. You know. So when I was also going through this phase, I literally I didn't shoot, I didn't you know put put any stories, I didn't like get on my Instagram, but I was just editing videos, you know. So I was in touch with what I'm doing, uh, which was I think also a good break and was also assurance that yeah I can get through this, you know. And also every day is different, so you need to know that if you're feeling something somewhere, not going to feel like this tomorrow or day after. Exactly. Exactly. So you said that you know people like some things and they dislike certain things about their you know their work their career. What do you like and dislike about content? We like to focus on dislike. Yeah, dislike more. Likes to there's a lot I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I think uh, liking to there's a lot. I love editing. I love like uh, you know like I like being in front of the camera. Um, you know I like like talking. I'm a very camera friendly person, so I, I genuinely enjoy it. But I think you asked me what I don't like. Then again, I love the creative process. You know, I love the brainstorming. I love doing all those things. But if you ask me what I don't like, um, I think I would say there's a lot of like, um, like administration bit also involved. You know, administrative stuff, management, like coordination. You know, um, then even small things. Um, or like you know, like even uh, I, I I don't know. I would say that you know, like managing your shoots. figuring yeah. ki theek hai what do i have to wear what do i have to not wear 
camera do i need to get a videographer in like all these things are very cumbersome for me i find them very boring so that's not something i enjoy yeah and i think second it's a very important part of content creation and i'm trying to get my way around it but i think managing insights i think as a content creator you want to grow with strategy not just grow with luck right and the the best way to grow with strategy is tracking your insights tracking metrics ki theek hai this uh, piece performed this way this perform this piece had these many likes these this piece you know did not do well these shares these sales there are so many metrics that you need to track which is again important but it's not something that i'm very fond of and uh, this question is something that i personally like, want to know about you so you know in every industry rather than everything that we do there would be certain people for example even if you post a workout video rather than appreciating you put in the effort they would be like oh this this angle is wrong yeah <laughs> no no this That's is not like that you know that even instagram is to wake up then discourage people yeah, you know yeah yeah so i am sure you would have mastered your way around it as of now but when you started out these things must have bothered you how did you go about it you know it's again there's this other quote that i love using and i keep saying it all the time is that every job looks easy when you're not the one doing it theek hai so from the outside everything looks very easy like today i can also easily say dude coming up with 10 questions is so easy and doing yeah. this podcast and all is so easy but i'm sure y'all have also put in at least i think 3 4 days ka effort and you know like setting this up setting one interview up and y'all y'all do so many podcasts right So everything looks very easy when you're not the one doing it. Also, I genuinely feel like people who hate on you for no reason, you know, genuinely are upset about something in their mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and they're removing that frustration on you because you're out there and they can do it. So you're like just blessing them. Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> there's a difference between constructive criticism and there's a difference between hate. There's a difference when someone tells you. When you post something and you're factually incorrect, it's happened to me. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm also human, right? Some things do slip my mind. So when someone actually tells you that, hey, you know what, um, this is factually incorrect, or um, hey, you know what, this is the actual thing, and you know this is the full thing, like whatever, you know, all those all those inaccuracies sometimes can happen, and that's very normal. I feel like. that is constructive criticism any kind of criticism that hey you know i think that you should talk loudly from now on in your videos only because i can't hear you or only because you know sometimes your voice gets muffled that's all constructive criticism which is totally okay but i feel like hate you know when someone again like you said wakes up and tells you that oh you know what this is not proper that is not proper you're looking like this you're looking like that there's something like they're having a bad day or there's something that is upsetting them and they're just removing that frustration on you it's never got to do with you yeah. i feel like um you know to some extent right obviously have there will be every rule has some exceptions right yeah. but um, yeah and i think in terms of dealing with it you just become immune to it you know that's what starting me when i was a 20k it used to affect me a lot you know i because that time obviously um you know you're in a in a smaller audience so um you know like i think sometimes our human mind is such that uh, you know you always focus on what's not working out instead of what's working out totally. right so um, obviously you focus on the negative you focus on the hate you're getting but you don't see the love sometimes but i think as my community grew the love grew so i used to make sure i focus on that and then also you become immune to it because you develop a mindset over time that you know If this person is hating on me for no reason, they're probably upset about something that is going on with them. It has nothing to do with me. You start basically protecting your energy as well. Exactly. Your own time. Absolutely. 
So Mithi, I know that you just graduated and it's very early to ask you this but what is your <laughs> mantra for gaining success in life? Um, again, I think yes, it is a little early to ask me because I think two years later as I meet more people, do more things uh, and expose myself more, it'll be different. But I think for me, um, I'd say the mantra to uh, success is, um, I think, impacting people, you know, whether you're impacting someone's life in whatever way, whether, you know, you're... Uh, you've probably like I'm, I'm going into very technical details like let's say you know you've introduced a product which is impacting someone to the better you've uh, you know you're a financial planner and you're helping someone and that's increasing their wealth so in any way impacting people for the good for the benefit is success and also I think sound sleep at night you know when you sleep at night knowing that you've you've you know had a long day and you've done something good you made some difference. That's that success. Like that peaceful sleep. That, that peaceful sleep. That's, yeah. That's Seriously. Exactly. You have to do whatever is in your control. You know, I saw um I saw this interview of Mahendra Singh Dhoni. You know, he's my favorite cricket player, and I saw this interview. Okay, where he says that I make sure that I put in my best. I don't think about the result. You know, I don't think about the fact that okay. Um, you know, like what will happen? Will this work out? Not work out? From my end, I do my best, assured that it will work out. And then, of course, the laws of nature play their way for you. Correct. And uh, you know, this is basically related to the question we asked in the start. So you're in the, you're in the entertainment industry, which, like I said, is not really entertaining. You know, it it is morally inspirational. You know, Correct. so yeah. more than that, this is something that I have done personally. So what happens is you posted a reel saying you know things to make sure that your internship has. So you know, so these kinds of things more than reels they become tools for me. So yeah. I quite literally I, I'm sure Zainab has also done that. So we yeah. basically save that and basically see okay, I know this has a website. Yeah, I know we got an offer letter. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and keep saying that. <laughs> so yeah. you know that's also an advantage that this industry goes into because you know more than more than just inspiring people, you you become the tool that, like proper guide to it. So how does it feel impacting so many people having really, you know, focusing on what you're saying into Especially their like, you know, as college students in SYTY, we are looking for internships and all of that. Yeah. So your content is very helpful. So how do you feel, you know, about it? It feels so good. First of all, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. It's it, it really feels very good because like I said, for me, success somewhere does involve impacting someone, right? So, um, yeah, I think especially because when I was probably younger than y'all in my FY or I'd say in 11, 12 junior college, I did not have anyone. But you know, today I see 16 year olds, 15 year olds who message me and tell me, oh my God, I found an internship because of you. <laughs> oh, oh, I attended your workshop and I learned this and I've made my resume. Can you just see it once? And I feel so good because yeah, when I was 14, 15, I did not think about this at all. You know, there are so many people who are 25, 27 who tell me that, you know, when I was 21, I used to just run behind boys. You're making a difference and I'm so <laughs> proud of you. And today when I see 15, 16 year olds do the same, I'm like, dude, even I used to just run behind like boys or like, you know, run behind marks because like it's your board exam and you want to like get those marks and stuff. But when you see them actually do something for themselves, understand it. Even when I see people your age, you know, like so many people, they, they do uh, send very sweet messages telling me about how it's impactful and it's it's a very good feeling. You know, I think that I think that's what gives me sound sleep, knowing that she can, someone somewhere has learned something because of me. Can you give us one special tip? 
Like for example, if 16 year old Miki is watching. I think for internships, first thing I would definitely, definitely say is please use your network and talk to your seniors. Yeah. Talk to alumni in your college. You know, ask teachers. Go up and ask them that you know. Do you know any senior who's working in a finance industry or a marketing industry? Can you connect me with that person? Because trust me, that helps you more than anything. You know, I interned at Vogue. which is a very popular magazine very popular fashion and beauty magazine and the reason or the way in which I got the internship was because I knew like my seniors were interning there I knew people who were there so it makes a difference like tomorrow I'm sure that if you go up to probably Pooja ma'am and tell her ma'am I want to work in content can you help me with someone I want to work on Instagram I'm sure she'll recommend my name and she'll say this is her number talk to her so use that personal network it is very very essential and very important First of all, that I think another tip that I would definitely give um, for internships is that whenever um, you're doing an internship or you know, or whenever you're sending out your resume, always customize your resume. Absolutely. For each job and when you go for an interview, okay. A lot of times recruiters do ask that, okay, you know what? Uh, can you walk me through your resume or can you tell me more about yourself? When you're talking about yourself now in that interview for the internship. Focus on what you're good at and focus things that um, sort of you can talk about more, you know, like for example, if you go for an interview, okay, for an internship and you don't have work experience and your interviewer tells you, tell me about yourself or, or you know, walk me through your resume, obviously say that, you know what, I, uh, I'm a fresher, however, I took an X number of online courses and I learned so much, so focus on the things that you have and focus on the things that you want your interviewer to focus on. That way you can get, uh, you can sort of decide the way of your interview. Exactly. You know, does that, does that you make sense? I'm not sure if I explain it. Totally it makes sense. You only but, want yeah. to sell what you want to sell. No, exactly. So you can decide the, much. yeah, you can decide the course of your interview just by your words. Exactly. And uh, Meeti, last time you came here, we asked you about what inspired you to become an influencer. Now then that's off the David. <laughs> we want to ask you that you started off with workshops of your own, you know. So being a content creator, how did it escalate to a level where you wanted to like, okay, now this is what I've identified, this is how I'm going to do it. Correct. Um, I think there are a lot of things. Uh, I'd say three of them. First of all is um, your audience, right? My community, a lot of people told me that, okay, you know, you're helping us and stuff like this. Really, actually, if you know, you could uh, do like a personal, like I didn't know I was capable of taking a personal mentorship session till someone from my community said that, you know what? It's okay, I know you're also still in college, but I just want to learn. I just want to know what you do, I just want to talk to you. And for, you know, taking your time, I'm okay with, you know, like probably giving, you know, like sharing, uh, giving, you know, you X amount of whatever, or, you know, the commercials or quoting or whatever. Like that is, that is secondary. Uh, But, you know, just uh, one is that I think that's how I escalated because a lot of people from my community said that, you know, we really want to sort of connect with you personally. We really want to learn from you. We want to talk to you and we want your time. Right. So that was one thing. I think second thing is also um, sort of as a content creator, when you look at it from a business angle as well, you want to develop a good ecosystem and you want to develop that, um, you know, sort of different stream of income for yourself. So obviously for content creators, one is definitely brand partnerships, uh, you know, then one becomes workshops, one becomes selling your own course, one becomes introducing your own, you know, service or product line and stuff like that. So I think that was another factor. That was factor number two. And number three is, I think, change. 
you know um as a content creator like i said that you want to consistently you have to reinvent your content reinvent your style and do all of those things right along with that you also want to reinvent the way you're impacting people right especially in my zone right exactly. so um yeah you know instagram is great social media is great i love putting out those bite sized videos over there then slowly i expanded to youtube ki theek hai now let's do long format slowly i expanded to linkedin ki theek hai let's you know talk about um more streamlined content over here let's you know like talk about content in a different way then you talk then you think how can now my content reach other people or how can not even content how can my thoughts my learnings reach someone else that's when the thought of okay let's do a workshop came in so you know you mix all of these yeah. things and so it all starts with the ultimate purpose of helping people exactly. and that exactly exactly you know that's literally those are the words um you know that you want to impact people and that's why you look at different ways of reaching them and different ways of doing it and uh, i'd like to personally ask see uh, there are multiple people working in advertising which is pure creativity and uh, consistency is something that you are constantly regular to it while creativity doesn't really is in the same bucket creativity strikes when it strikes it does not when it does not yeah. like you said there are breaks required yeah so there is a very big dilemma to it you know when you are having creativity you can be consistent but what about the days when you feel like okay now i need a break but no i am not going to break that chain <laughs> what is your okay. action on those days So first of all, so yeah, it's it's a creative process. You will face a creative block. Okay. Now that's the thing. I feel like many people are conditioned to believing that you can't break the chain, or you can't take that break, or you can't, you know, steer away from your Instagram for a week, or from social media, from what you're doing for a week. But the truth is that you can. If you build an engaging community, then they will um, still wait, and they will understand. You know. So first of all, I think. Um, take that break when you're facing that creative block number 2 i think uh, this obviously is for as you expand you know as you expand you have a team right slowly you have people who are helping you out and stuff like that so whenever you're feeling these these emotions don't be scared to to delegate correct it's okay if, if uh, you know once in a while you don't put up a story or once in a while someone else has to post for you from your account theek okay. hai delegate work it's okay Thirdly, I think a good way whenever you are facing this creative block is to focus on what's priority. Like when I was facing this at one point, uh, for me, I knew that putting a post every day or um, you know, sort of shooting, editing, and posting was way more important than making sure that I'm putting out a lot of stories, making sure I'm replying to comments all the time, making sure I'm answering you know DMs. All of that is also important. But when you're facing facing that creative block, identify one priority. and be easy on the other so you know it's it's good again so you are uh, giving yourself the break but you're not fully breaking away from the chain absolutely so like you said focusing on what you like yes yes so mithi you've told us a, you know many things today and i would like to ask you one last question please do <laughs> so how would you uh, you know impact the youth who wants to you know like they want to make a change who also want to be influencers how would you you know make a impact in the what would you do i think um first of all by you know sort of i hope at least i can um by letting people know that first of all you there's no age to start creating content True, so if i could do it when i was in college a lot of people came and told me do you are a kid why are you talking about education or mentorship or stuff like that but okay you might not need it but maybe there's someone younger than me maybe there's someone my age maybe there's someone older than me also who can learn from my experiences right 
So I think uh, one way in which I would like to impact people who want to create content is by letting them know that you can do it. You can enter this infotainment section. A lot of youngsters again feel because that's what I also felt. You know, a lot of youngsters feel that you know, um, like fitness or dance, comedy. These are the only genres. Yeah. You know, or the only niches. But it's not like that. There are so many things you can do. So I think one way I would love to impact people is through that. And I think secondly, um, how I would like to impact the youth is by letting them know that. It's all possible with college, with internships, with work. You can, you know, create content side by side. Uh, of course, it is a full-time job. It does require a lot of time, but you can balance it out because I could do it. That's so it's inspirational. And thank with that you. note, I thought it's time. We'd like to thank you for coming in. Thank, thank you for you putting so. in. Thank time you for, for having me. Up. Thank you so much for calling me. It's so nice to you know be called by college <laughs> or to be called by your school after you graduated for something that you've done. It's it's a very nice feeling. So thank you so much. How does it feel being in the second time? Absolutely visiting the college, visiting college. It feels so good. And when I told Zena, I instantly told her, I'm in, dude. Like, of course, I would do the podcast because. Just coming to college and shooting mm-hmm. it and stuff—it's—it's it's amazing. College it's a great feeling. It's another vibe. Yeah, yeah totally. you know it. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you so guys. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.